Week number three of the high school football season. Time for our weekly preview presented by the Browns West Branch family of dealerships. Jason, uh, fortunately, the Bears dropped to one and one, a tough 17 to six loss against Waterloo Columbus last week. Uh, a night that both defenses played really well, and Columbus just came up with a few more points than the Bears did. Yeah, we knew coming in that was to last week, it was getting, before the season, that may be one of the tougher games on the schedule, regardless of how it happened with the Sailors in week one. We talked about how this may very well be the toughest team that West Branch plays all year, offensively, defensively. They're just big up front, man. I can't, I can't imagine West Branch will see a bigger team in the regular season up front. They were physical, and they just had the, the right guys in the right places making big plays. Yeah. Well, fortunately, it's early on in the year, so still time for these guys to learn from that. And, you know, it's a good test to say, okay, if we are playing a playoff-caliber team, this is where we need to be. So now they can get back to practice up here and say, let's work that much harder now. Yeah, and, and it, again, it, for what he's saying is that, you know, you hear things from here and there and everywhere that, oh, they lost, the Bears lost. They're one and one. And in the grand scheme of the playoff spectrum, it really doesn't matter. Everybody's still zero and zero as far as that goes. But before we get to that week four, we got we the Bears have to go on the road in McQuoka Valley, a place they've been numerous times yeah. in the past three or four years. So it's not uncomfortable for the kids. So but it's a, an opponent that they they've got to know very well and Hopefully they can find some success. Yeah. Well, much like last week, we're going to start at the top with number one, A.J. Amundo. Yeah. Uh, he is their do-everything, just a phenomenal athlete, and the Bears really going to be keying on him here in this week. Yeah, the kid's averaging about 178 yards per game and through two weeks, and it, it's, it's like last year the Bears had this running back average 200 yards and this running back, and you get a 200-yard running back. Well, this is the start of it right now with – Amundo, and then in two weeks they get Isley from Minneapolis, and then they'll get DeLong later in the year, and then they'll get Daniels from Regina. So this is the start. This is going to be a great test, not just on the road for a young team, but to see what they can do against a team that really, really likes to run the football, and they're doing it very successfully through two weeks. Yeah, and it's a young Maquoketa yes. Valley team as well. I mean, they've very got a freshman young. quarterback, a lot of sophomores and juniors, so a lot of mirrors between these two teams. Yeah, you can kind of see maybe... I, I hate to say that where the development's coming from. Is it there or here? Who's going to be a little bit more developed at this this point of the season? Guys that we're not even talking about, like he talked about some of the younger kids. A kid last year we talked about when he was a freshman. Now he's a sophomore for the Wildcats. It's Aiden Salo up front. He is a menace. He's going to be in the backfield. He's going to disrupt running plays out to the edge. So keep your eye on him. But the Bears can neutralize that, make a big play here or there. That's really what they need, that shot in the arm for that offense, Stephen. Need a big shot in the arm, and then maybe the, the ball can start going. They can start going down the hill in a positive way. Yeah, well, you look at stats. Uh, Maquoketa Valley averages 230 yards on the ground. They've given up about 280. Now, part of that, they played a south wind team that doesn't throw the ball much, <laughs> ran for 400 against them last week. Uh, on the flip side, Maquoketa Valley only averaging 17 yards through the air, but they've only given up 59 through the air over the first two games. So uh, it's definitely going to be three yards in a cloud of dust this weekend. Yeah, and similarly, West Branch has only had about 59 yards and only had about, they've had less than 200, well, they have 217 total yards on yeah. the season. So McQuiggan Valley is probably looking at this and saying, oh, we're seeing a West Branch team that we haven't seen before. A team that's not coming in here with a quarterback that can throw for 200, a running back that can pop for 150. This is a different team. They probably got some confidence seeing that. And maybe that's going to work in West Branch's favor that they're going into a team that says, aha, we might have West Branch where we want them. It's going to be a fun, it's going to be fun that chess, 
battle, Stephen. What statistically speaking, at the end of the game, we'll see where it ends up. Yeah. Well, it's going to be fun too because uh, directionally, we're heading north. This is going to be the third game in a row, and four out of five, or uh, yeah, four out of five that they're going to play a directional school. They started off with North Lynn. <laughs> Last week they had South Winnesheek. This week they have West Branch. Bellevue sneaks into the schedule next week. Then they have East Buchanan, and they close out the year with North Lynn. So five out of their eight games are directional schools. How many schools in the state of Iowa? I'll tell you right now. He set me up for this. He didn't tell me what it was going to be before we started talking. He said, I got a good one for you. That's pretty good. But now, fans, go do your research. How many schools in the state of Iowa can say in the first eight games, the regular season, that they've played a school from every single direction that you could possibly have. You got a West Branch, you got a North Lynn, you got a South Wind, or North Lynn, a South Wind, and an East Buck. East Buck. So you got yeah. them all. Yep. That's that, and a Northeast Goose Lake. So Northwest, I mean, that, that'd be pretty great if you get all eight, <laughs> but I don't, that's pretty fun statistics, Stephen. You look for the fun stuff yeah. every now and again. <laughs> so uh, if you can't make it up there, it'll be a seven o'clock kickoff. We'll have pregame coverage with the Bearcast starting at 6 30. Big thank you to Brown's West Branch and their family of dealerships for sponsoring our weekly preview right here at westbranch.football.